Hey everybody, welcome back to Level Up with Chris Patrick. I just wanted to take a moment and introduce myself quickly for those of you listening for the very first time. My name, obviously, is Chris Patrick. I'm a United States Navy sailor and a husband of seven years and father of two beautiful red-headed children. And you're listening to Level Up with Chris Patrick. So, without further ado, today's episode is called Good Habits Men Need to Cultivate. Okay, last week we talked about some bad habits that we need to get rid of in our lives, right? And I told you guys already during that episode that we'd be talking about this this week. It's going to kind of sound redundant, but sometimes... We need redundancy in our lives to be able to kind of connect with what we're hearing. So last week, we the very first point we talked about was stop investing your time in people who only lead you down the wrong path. Okay, so with that being said, we're going to go over the very first point being reevaluate your friends list. Okay. We're going to kind of branch off off of that. So on your social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, anything you can think of, okay, go in and unfriend people on those social medias. And you guys already know who comes to mind. Instantly, we can all think of that one person who only ever posts about how terrible their life is. Okay, whether their life is truly terrible or not, that is not the point. The point is you are seeing that every day. And I like to say that the eyes are the windows to the soul. Whatever you're seeing every day, it's feeding your brain. It's feeding your soul. It's feeding your energy negative shit. And you don't need that in your life. You really, really, really don't. So go in and and maybe you love this person, okay? So let's take it a step further. Maybe you don't want to unfriend them because you're genuinely concerned about their well-being and and you kind of want to be able to check in on them from time to time. So unfriending them or blocking them is not an option in your life. Great. You can literally click on their profile picture or their name. It'll take you directly to their social media account. Okay, so when you're looking at their, their page, right, their account, you can go in and unfollow this individual. Or whenever you see one of their negative posts, on the top right-hand corner, there's usually a drop-down menu, whether it looks like three little dots or uh, an upside-down chevron, whatever you want to call it, click on that, and it'll say unfollow this person or no longer see posts like this. Whatever option you want to choose, make sure you're going in and you're making that happen. Okay? But there are other individuals that are people you don't really even know and they're on your social media platforms and they're negative as hell. You need to get rid of those people. It's not real. Okay, let me say that again. It's not real. Yes, those are real people, but social media is not an actual physical plane of existence. You can still not have those individuals 
on your social media platform and still have them friends in real life. Half the time, what we see on social media is totally different than what we can see in real life. Sometimes people just need a platform to complain on, and so that's why they have social media. But in real life, they could be the greatest freaking human. Just don't have them on social media. Remove them, okay? Second off, gentlemen, just like we talked about last week, those guys who instantly need to go to the bar and get absolutely wasted after work, and that's the only thing the whole day they talk about anyways is how they cannot wait to get off of work so that they can go and get hammered, okay? Those types of people, and this is where it gets a little bit trickier because on social media, it's easy, right? We can just eh, click, block, unfriend, unfollow, easy peasy. In real life, these are people who come up to us every single day and ask us, hey, Chris, you want to go to the bar after work? This is where it takes true discipline. Okay, true discipline is not easy. It's very hard to say no. And I know this is starting to sound like a little elementary school dare class lesson. We all remember it, right? That, That say no to drugs course that we all had to take. And then we took it again in high school. You probably went through something similar in your college, whatever. This is not that. This is some real crap. 100 freaking percent. Do not hang out with those people. And here's why. They only lead you to ruin. Little by little, the other people in your life, the people who genuinely give a crap about you, they're going to notice changes in your behavior, negative changes that are only leading you down the rabbit hole. And the further down you go, the harder it is to come back up. So you need to make sure you are setting those boundaries in your life and letting those people know when they ask you, just be like, no, I'm good. Thanks, bro. I appreciate the invite, but that's not going to happen. If they ask why, you can either be truthful and tell them, I genuinely don't care to do that. Or you can say something else. I don't know. Me personally, I just let people know, you know what? If I'm going to drink, I drink at home because I know it's safe. I know I can. I don't really have to have too many limitations on how much I have. And I know I'm not driving anywhere. Okay, but maybe it's not drinking. Maybe it's something as simple as someone's inviting you over to play video games immediately after work. But you know you have other responsibilities that need to happen before that. That's where you can begin to say things like, hey, bro, I would love to do that. And that sounds dope. But let's go ahead and hold off on that and plan a good guy day where we can just chill, play video games, maybe have a beer or two, and not have to stress. But right now, I need to get home and take care of my laundry, my dog, whatever responsibilities you have back at home. Because video games do not and should not come first in your life, right? All right, moving on. Because uh, honestly, the the whole friendship thing, we're going to be going over that in more detail in season two. So stay tuned for that um, because I could talk all day on influences and friendships and smelling bullshit a mile away. So just make sure that you are uh, staying tuned on that front. Okay. Now, next thing is we are going to talk about 
exercising in place of drinking. Uh, as a personal trainer, I find it my absolute duty to have to explain to you guys, or, or not explain, but tell you guys that we need to be exercising in place of drinking. Sometimes it's so simple to just, oh, you know, I'm off of work, I'm home, kind of like I said earlier to you guys. It's easier to just drink, right? It's easier to just crack open a cold one or pour yourself a glass of bourbon, what have you. It takes a lot more effort and a lot more discipline to get on the ground and start doing some crunches, planks, leg lifts, what have you, right? But it's going to benefit you in the long run. We need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves before we do anything else. And here's why. Whether it's working out or being the best husband that you could possibly be or for the ladies that are listening, since my audience right now, I saw um, the statistics is 100% female right now. Hi, ladies. For all you ladies, moms, wives out there that are listening in, uh, taking care of ourselves, I'm sure y'all already know, is the best thing you could possibly do because if you don't take care of yourself, you will be in no situation where you would be capable of taking care of your spouse, your friends, your parents, your, your children, whatever. You need to be able to take care of yourself before you can ever take care of anybody else. So let's make sure that we're making that happen. Okay. Um, next thing. Last week, we talked about treating women like they're just a piece of ass. Okay. This week, the third bullet point we're talking about here is communicating with your partner about how you would like to grow with them this new year and not just have sex or seek out sex in place of quality time or communicating. Now, I know that sounded like a mouthful, so let me break it down for you guys. The first bit there was communicate with your partner about how you would like to grow with them this new year. Okay, growing as a, as a marriage, as a partner, as boyfriend and girlfriend, fiance, that doesn't have to be very strenuous, okay? A lot of times, and gentlemen, I know how y'all feel. Sometimes we hear our lady go, I want to talk. Oh, shit. <sighs> Damn, what she want to talk about now? And how long are we going to be talking? Because this could go on for days. This could go on for hours. And we dread it, gentlemen. I get it. It's so easy to just fall into that negative thought life of freaking A. I can't believe this is happening. Great. Yep, go ahead. Go ahead and talk. And, and we kind of try to let it go in one ear and out the other. And then our, our girl notices. and they're just, Hey, are you listening? <laughs> so, guys, I get it. And this makes you squirm because you want to do anything anything but talk you want to do anything but plan but we need to if we are serious about being with this female whether she's your girlfriend you want to propose or you've already proposed now y'all are engaged or maybe you're like me and you're listening and you guys are already married we need to make sure that we are setting a specific allotted amount of time to talk about the future, to plan out, hey, where would you like to be at the end of 2022? 
Where would you like to be in the next three years? Where would you like to be in the next five years? I'm not a big fan of going anything beyond five years because you just can't plan that. You really can't. Not right away. Half of us don't know what tomorrow brings, let alone a year or five years or ten years. So we need to make sure that we're not getting too far ahead of ourselves, but still making it a point to plan. Now, what would we be planning? Okay, so sometimes us men, we need to just kind of have a breakdown of exactly what it is that we'll be planning out because we think that this conversation is going to go on all night. And for us, we would rather be making out, having sex, playing video games, drinking, chilling, watching a movie, watching a TV show, what have you. And the only thing sometimes that we feel like y'all want to do is just talk. So sometimes we need to know what we're planning out. So for the ladies that might be listening to this, maybe try just letting your man know like, hey, you know, I'd really like to plan out where we're going to be within the next year and what that's going to look like as far as finances. Um, If you guys are in the process of thinking about children, you know, maybe come up with some cute baby names. I don't know. Anything that, like, your brain thinks of. So before you bring up the idea of talking with him, maybe write down some little ideas of what you want to talk about. So when you approach the topic of talking about it, you can let him know, hey, this is what I'd like to talk about. That way, he kind of has in his mind what he's ready to talk about, and boom, there it is. And it didn't turn into this three- or four-hour conversation that didn't need to end up taking that long. Okay? Guys, please, if I'm getting any of this wrong or you think I'm way off base, please send me a message or an email to Brian, B-R-I-A-N, Chris, C-H-R-A-S, Patrick, at iCloud.com, and I will love to hear your feedback. But I know for me that's kind of some ways that I used to think. Um, So now we're going to get into the second little bit of that bullet point, um, which said to grow with them this new year and not just have sex or seek out sex in place of quality time or to replace communicating. So sometimes we think it's so simple to just, you know, romance her or get her clothes off and we don't have to talk. We can just have sex sometimes at work. I know a lot of us guys, we crack jokes all the time about, you know, just uh, angry sex or hate sex or quiet sex. You know, there's all these different boxes that us guys put ourselves into in our mind when it comes to sex. Now, I think there's the sex box. There's also the hate sex box, angry sex box. Like I said, the quiet sex box. And, And all these boxes have a reason, right? Now, the sex box as a whole is just like, you know, sex in general. But the angry sex is like, oh, I know I'm coming home and she's pissed. Instead of talking about it, we should just have sex. Can't happen. Quiet sex is more of like, she's sad. I'm going to make her feel better by having sex. Okay. Guys, these little additional sex boxes, I don't think those are healthy. And here's why. Sex cannot be the answer to our problems. Because then we just begin to objectify sexually with our partner. 
That person is no longer a person to us. They are a sex object, and regardless of how they're feeling, the only way that we're going to help them deal with their feelings is by having sex with them. We can't do that, gentlemen. I know we love the feeling of sex, and I know it's amazing. God, I've been married seven years. I love sex. But we can't do that to our partner. We need to make sure that they feel heard and that they're dealing with their feelings in a healthy way and a healthy environment. And if the only way that you're willing to help her deal with it or him is through sex, then you need to make sure that you get the hell out of Dodge because you are not the solution. You might think that you're, you're, you're a Captain Underpants. You might think that you are the knight in shining armor and that the only thing she wants is sex from you. But ultimately, she's probably just allowing it to happen because she's settled. Let that sink in. We can't allow that to happen, guys. We need to be better. We need to do better. All right. Now that we've checked that one off, we've got two more. The last one uh, is going to be really good. The second to last one, last week we talked about was hiding our emotions. So this time we're going to be talking about seeking out mental health or talking to a good influence about your feelings instead of hiding them or escaping. Now, this is not the part where you hear me only advocate for therapy. Okay, a lot of us guys are not open to therapy, and that's okay. Okay, I think that there's a huge stigma on all dudes need to go to anger management or therapy, and on some note that is true-ish, but it's not necessarily that we need to go to therapy, because what is therapy? Therapy is where you sit down across from this other human being that's got a bunch of licenses and all kinds of crazy crap, and they just talk to you about your problems. They ask you what you're feeling, and you've got one of two options. You can sit there in silence and have your insurance or your money just go away because you know, you're having to pay for this, or you can open up about what you're feeling. But isn't that the exact same thing if you go talk to a pastor, except it's free, or you talk to your best friend? It's free. You don't have to pay those individuals. And those are resources you have at your fingertips every single day. Those are people who love you and care about you versus this therapist that's only interested in your money. That's only interested in getting a payout from your insurance. Okay, you need to be talking about your feelings and your trauma and anything else that you're dealing with. Okay, whether it's something that happened to you as a child and now you're in your mid-20s or 30s or even older, or, you know, you just graduated high school and you're trying to deal with everything that happened since freshman year of high school. Regardless of where you find yourself in life, you need to be able to find someone to talk about all those feelings and traumas with because otherwise you're going to carry those into your marriage and you're going to carry those into being a father and... Season three in this podcast is going to be about fatherhood and all the real shit that goes along with being a daddy. And guys, I kid you not, as a father myself, there's a lot of crap that a lot of baggage that we bring with us into fatherhood that if not dealt with correctly can be absolutely detrimental 
to our kids' mental health and their safety. We need to be able to deal with our emotions and the crap that we've had dealt with in our lives before we become daddies. I'm not playing with you. We need to deal with these emotions. And I know that this sounds dramatic, but if you're not a dad yet, and you're thinking one day, maybe further down the line, you'd like to be a daddy, you need to think about this very seriously. Because your children, your future babies, do not deserve to have to deal with the crap that you've had to deal with. You need to deal with the problems that you haven't dealt with or that you've been pushing aside before you become a father. Please, if not for your future children, do it for yourself. Okay, next one is number five. It's okay to drink in moderation. And, and I put this one as the last one because it's such a touchy subject. A lot of people automatically assume I'm going to be talking about don't drink, you know, go to AA meetings. No. Okay, yeah. If you know for an absolute fact you are an alcoholic, you have a problem, it, it's showing that it's a problem in every area of your life. You've got issues at work. You've got issues in your relationships. And the only way you deal with all of it is through drinking. But the reason that you have issues in your relationships is because of the drinking. And it just seems to revolve around drinking. Yeah, you're an alcoholic. And I highly encourage you, go get help. Please go get help. But it is okay. Guys, hear me. Please hear me. It is okay to drink in moderation and responsibly. It is okay. It is okay. I want to encourage those of you who are of age, though, to drink at home so you know that you're safe. You guys have heard me say it in the last episode. You heard me say it earlier, and I'll say it again. When I drink, ask my wife. I'm at home. Whether I have a friend with me or not, that doesn't matter. I'm at home. I'm safe. I know for an absolute fact, I know that I'm not driving anywhere. Anywhere. I'm also not going to get on social media during that time frame. If I've had even one drink, I am not on social media. And that's just a discipline I've set up in my life because... I've seen what stupidity it can bring about in our lives when we're drunk or we've had a drink and we hop on social media and we start doing a stupid live video and now your work wants to talk to you and all these issues come up. No, you need to make sure that you are behaving in a structured, well-mannered way. You're drinking responsibly in a safe environment knowing damn well you will not be driving anywhere anytime soon during that night. Okay. That's just my advice to you guys. Now, if you're going to a bar, which I haven't been, right? I've worked at a bar, but I've never drank at a bar. And here's why. Okay. You go to a bar, you have a few drinks. First off, if you're not with your partner, spouse, girlfriend, what have you, there's other females there. That's a whole crap show in and of itself, right? But beyond that, 
now you have this urge when you're done there and maybe you picked up a girl you're ready to drive home or quote unquote drive her home wink wink okay i know what all that means to you in your mind at that point or more so your second head down in your pants but let's think about this for a second you don't even know how much you've had to drink and even if you can count and do remember you are in no shape to be driving anywhere and now you're picking up a female you don't know for the very first time or maybe the second time who knows she might be a regular at that bar or club and you're about to take her somewhere and do some stuff with her that both y'all being under the influence is not healthy and is not safe at all okay you can't do that it, it, it it's going to set you up for so many bad things please don't do it please 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 drink responsibly and in moderation in a safe environment i will give one more simple example before we close out with this episode you guys me and my buddy we have a guys day every other week right usually around payday and what we do is he comes over to my house and we have a few drinks and some pizza we video game we have a great time i don't drink too much when he's here my kids are around us they see what we're doing so they will see our behavior we can't do too much and when we're playing the games and everything i'm consciously aware of where my children are and what they're doing so again that means i have to drink in moderation to where i can still focus enough on my children and be able to play the video game enough to kick his ass <laughs> okay so with that being said you know i i just want to encourage you guys please if you can drink at home and don't plan to drive anywhere anywhere no driving okay i've lost too many friends and lost too many acquaintances from drunk drivers whether they were the one drinking or they were the one killed by one so please make sure you are safe and those around you are safe while you're drinking guys it has been an absolute pleasure I hope you got something out of this episode. Stay tuned. Uh, next week, we are going to be talking about some uh, morning routines. Morning routines and nightly routines. Sorry, I was just looking through my notes here to make sure I'm staying on task with y'all. Uh, morning routines, nightly routines, and we might maybe go over some scriptures that have helped me through life. Uh, I know not everybody here is a believer in God and all that fun stuff. Uh, I'm in no way here to influence you guys or uh, shove the Bible down your throat, but I'll just go over five simple little scriptures that have helped me through my life, whether it was dealing with a dark season of my life or just getting me through the regular day-to-day. -day. Okay, so if that's something you want to check out, I highly encourage you guys especially if you're in need of uh, figuring out some great morning routines, nightly routines, and some motivation to get through every single day life. 
And that will also be the season finale because after that, we're going to go into season two on friendships. Okay. Thank you again so much. If you find it in your heart that you want to donate to this podcast, please feel free. Any little bit helps. I don't get paid to do this. So thank you so much for listening. I greatly appreciate it. And you guys have a great day.